This program is part of the Cosmic Potato Podcast Network. For more shows like this, visit our website at CosmicPotato.com. Do you know the difference between warp drive and impulse power? Do you have an opinion over which design of the USS Enterprise was the best? Do you remember when Klingons didn't have ridges on their foreheads? If you answered yes to those questions, then chances are you're a Star Trek fan. I would like to invite you to listen to my new podcast, The Prime Direction. For 50 years, Star Trek has been affecting people from all walks of life, teaching life lessons and changing the lives of people all over the world. The Prime Direction is the story of those fans. On every episode, I'll sit down with a lifelong fan of Star Trek and trace their fandom back to the very beginning. We'll talk about their favorite characters, the toys they played with, and what their favorite series is. But more importantly, we'll talk about how the show has made their life better. So join me on The Prime Direction on the Cosmic Potato Podcast Network. It's available on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play, as well as our website at CosmicPotato.com. And if you'd like to be on the show, just send me an email at mail at CosmicPotato.com, and we'll arrange a time for you to tell me about your prime direction. In a world without a single unified voice, humanity has been left searching for answers to the unknown. Now, one podcast has the power to change that and to spread its voice across the earth for all mankind to hear. Welcome to Cosmic Potato, the Super Fan Talk Podcast. We interrupt this program to annoy you and make things generally irritating. Hey everybody and welcome to episode 37 of Cosmic Potato, the Super Fan Talk Podcast. My name is Sean and I've got a couple of people in the virtual studio with me tonight. With me is a friend of the show from the Simply Syndicated Network, Rick. Good evening, sir. 37 in a row? (laughs) You know what? I didn't even think of that. I should have said that. And in his uh, first visit to Cosmic Potato, we're welcoming from the Revolution Sci-Fi Podcast, Mr. Joe Crow. Welcome to the show, Joe. Hey, how are you guys? Doing awesome, doing awesome. So, uh, all three of us kind of did some panels together at Magic City Con. Uh, Joe, what have you been up to since uh, since the convention? Oh, well, I went to and worked at another one, uh, Dragon Con in Atlanta, Georgia. I... Am the director of the American Sci-Fi Classics track there, so I spent a weekend running around uh, with my hair on fire, uh, <laughs> um, may, may, uh, traversing a convention of like seventy thousand people. I have so so many so many fun people that I do stuff with at, at the convention that, that are on panels with me, um, but I had. Um, the original cast of Pow- the Power Rangers. Oh them. wow, cool! And um, a surprise last-minute appearance by Judge Reinhold. Oh wow, wow! 
So I got to do a panel with Judge Reinhold. <laughs> and you know, he, he and I went to the same junior college. Not together, but... Uh... <laughs> he was the best. I met his wife. It was precious. And then uh, the big the big thing I did was uh, uh, Sam J. Jones and Melody Anderson from Flash Gordon were there. Oh wow! And they were I did I hosted panels with them, and it was crazy. <laughs> I what 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 even is my life right now? I sat for three hours and did panels hosting Flash Gordon. And Melody Anderson, and um, uh, and I also did a panel about uh, Manimal with Melody Whoa. Anderson, <laughs> who was on Manimal. Wow, it was a good time. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, that sounds awesome. Well, um, I wanted to. We're we're gonna do a uh, what I call a, a a draft. One of the things that we did at the convention that was one of the panels that you hosted, Joe. Uh, was we did kind of like a fantasy football type board with Star Trek versus Star Wars and 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 we're going to do something similar to that tonight. But before we started doing that, and uh, John's hopefully going to join us here in a few minutes, so I wanted to give him a few minutes to to, to get started before we do that. Um, some of the new stuff that started on TV this week. Have you guys seen anything new that you wanted to 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 mention? Sure. Yeah. What have you What have you been watching? I, I tried out um, Lethal Weapon, and I tried out MacGyver, and liked them both. Uh, they're they're both pretty good. Oh, well, MacGyver started? Yeah, yeah, it yeah. started last week. Okay. I think the That's a lot of touch since I don't like we 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 don't have cable anymore. Yeah, we haven't for years, and so I, I never see car- commercials, which most of the oh. time is good. But yeah. for <laughs> stuff like this, I don't hear anything about it. Okay, MacGyver's. Going. Okay. Yeah, it started last Friday, and I think the I think it's yeah, gonna be it's gonna be Friday, so the the second one will come on tomorrow. And yeah, I watched it too. It what it wasn't bad. It was not. I was expecting something terrible, <laughs> and uh, and and what we got was actually pretty good. I liked it. Um, and I also watched I watched Lethal Weapon tonight, and that show was really really good. And again, I was expecting something terrible <laughs> and got something I think, pretty awesome. Uh, the, the actor who plays uh, Mel Gibson in the Lead the Weapon uh, show is from Alabama. Yeah, Trustful. Well, Clay County. I, yeah. I, I, I just found that out. So he's one of us. Yeah. <laughs> Alabamians unite. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I'm gonna. Add. So, Joe, let me ask you a question about uh, about MacGyver. Were you a fan of the original? Oh yeah. Okay. Hundred percent. Cool. Yeah. It the the new one is. He has. Um, the big difference is like I I feel it could just be oh. because uh, the actor who plays him I've seen him since he was a kid. He was on the he was he was Havoc in the X Men movies. Oh, okay. But he seems younger than MacGyver on the original and they're not now the, the, the uh, thing I read, they said they're hedging their bets as far as whether it's connected to the original or not. They're just holding off on revealing anything about that. Yeah. So this guy could be a relative of 
original MacGyver, or it could just be a reboot. They're just they're they're not saying. They made a comment in the in the episode. He made a comment uh, narrating that he learned this from his grandfather. So I was kind of wondering. I, I wonder if MacGyver was his grandfather. <laughs> is he Angus MacGyver Richard the Dean third? Anderson is still around. Oh yeah, yeah, he could do it. <laughs> Yeah, he is Angus. He yeah. uh he's uh so he's he's got the name. Yeah. But it it was it was uh it was it was all right. John's here. I'll have to check that out. How you doing? Hi, John. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> we were just talking about some of the stuff that uh that has uh, started this week that we've actually got to watch it. We'll probably do a full episode about all the new fall shows once everything really gets started and all the Arrowverse stuff starts and everything. Um, we were talking about MacGyver and Lethal Weapon. Have you seen either one of those, John? I watched Lethal Weapon last night. Uh, I have not seen MacGyver yet. Did you like Lethal Weapon? <sighs> I don't know yet. <laughs> I don't know yet. Yeah. Like, it's... It's like it couldn't decide if it wanted to be a reboot or, like, just... Uh, it like th- there were some lines and scenes that they took like directly from the original, yeah, like, the movie, yeah. And there were, and but there were, you know, they opened up with the scene of Riggs's wifing, <sighs> pregnant wife getting killed. That was not pleasant. No, <laughs> uh, I wasn't ready for that. But aside from that, my biggest problem, I guess, with it, um, not taking nothing away from Damon Wayans. Uh, he's getting too old for this mess. <laughs> well, that, he doesn't look now. that he doesn't look that much older than Riggs. No, well, yeah, they look. They, I mean, they look like they're both. I mean, you know, it's a. It, they, he does not look significantly older than Riggs, and to me, that's kind of the core of that's part of the core of their relationship. Yeah, you know, if they're both like you know late 30s looking and i know he's older than that but you know he, that's how he looks well it was his 50th birthday in the in the episode yeah, yeah. they made a point to that because it doesn't look that old. yeah that's like... <laughs> well um, i i look back on the original movie and they the 50th birthday thing is in the original yeah, yeah. it's it's just that mel gibson looked <laughs> so much closer to 50 than <laughs> than, than the new guy does right yeah, I I took it as being like a, I don't know. I guess you can call it a reboot, but it's it's a retelling because it's the it's the same story, and yeah. but they're just obviously they're going to flesh it out to be episodes and episodes instead of just one movie. But um, I liked it. And this is this is where McG does okay when he's doing action television shows. He does okay when he starts trying to do fantasy films. It, it when he did Terminator Salvation, that's when it falls. But when I when I hear that he's going to do He Man, I get uh, chill bumps <laughs> because I'm mm-hmm. I'm just not sure about that. But but where he did, um, you know, he was behind Chuck, and Chuck is one of my favorite uh, spy action shows of all time. You know, and and I think this, of course, it's only been one episode that I've seen so far. It, the first episode I thought was really good, and I think that uh, it could it could be something. It could fall apart in the next episode. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I we'll don't see. know yet. Yeah, it usually takes me three episodes to decide, or, or rather, I, I 
I can't say it takes me three episodes to decide. I, I will give you a three episode uh, grace period, I should say. Yeah. Tell me. And they, they haven't quite sold me yet. I also saw The Exorcist. Have you guys seen that? No. It was. I go ahead. It wasn't. It wasn't bad. I mean, it was. It's, it's another one where time will tell. But uh, obviously, this is going to be more along the lines of what they're doing with, or what they did with, uh, like uh, from Dust till dawn, where they take a story that's already been told in movie form, and they're just they're going to spread it out over a ten or twelve episode arc. Uh, Exorcist, I think, is a good story to do that with because there's so many things that you could spend more time on and uh, get to know different aspects of the story in more depth and detail with a series uh, that that the movie didn't get to do. So I think that this is a... I think it's going to be decent. The first episode was pretty good. All this stuff is on Hulu. So if you, you know, if you... If you haven't got a chance to watch any of it yet, it's on. It's on Hulu. And um, as you said, we could probably do a uh, a whole. Uh, and and um, I would love to be invited now that I, uh, if you do a, a whole episode about the new stuff. But um, I was just about to bring up uh, that I just remembered that I also saw the new Van Helsing uh, show on Sci-Fi, and mm-hmm. oh my goodness. Is that based on the movie? It is not. Okay. That's probably a good thing. It's not (laughs) really based on anything. It's, uh, it's, 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 um, like, it's, it's, it's the strain, but, but like dialed down to about a three. (laughs) And and it's also uh, has nothing to do with any. In fact, the, the you don't even hear the word Van Helsing in in it at any point. It's uh, it's like Z Nation, but with vampires. Oh, okay. I I, I didn't and, even and, hear. I didn't even know that was a thing. I didn't. I haven't heard anything about it. I I would not have known. I believe I saw a couple of commercials, and uh, that's it. I was thinking it was going to be um, like. Well, I, I, with the name Van Helsing, I, I was, I had a certain image of you know Hugh Jackman morphing yeah. into a werewolf, and and I was hoping there'd be something like that, but there's not. <laughs> um, it uh, it is a post-apocalyptic uh, vampire takeover, and the vampires wear leather pants, and it that that's pretty sweet, and. Uh, the and Van Helsing is Vanessa Helsing, and um, except that we know her name from the title of the show, there is no connection to any like in, in, like the log line of the show says there she's a relative of the Van Helsing, but they haven't mentioned that on the show. Yeah. So don't don't just tell me, you know. Actually, you know, show me what what, what is. What what's supposed to be such a big deal about her, and they have not done that. Okay. In two episodes, sounds like they're trying to cash in on uh, on Underworld about ten years too late. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. <laughs> Rick, have you seen anything new? Oh no, no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> My wife and I have been rewatching Voyager. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I did hear some. Well, have you? I don't recall. <clears throat> 
mostly because I do way too many podcasts to keep track of what I've talked about on which. <laughs> but uh, have we discussed the new tick on the on the cosmic potato here? Briefly, nothing really in detail. Uh, any any of y'all uh, watch the pilot? Yeah, I've seen oh, it. Oh yeah, yeah, I've seen it. Okay. Um, I, I, for me, the jury's still out. I, I kind of liked what I saw, but I need to see more. I'm a little uneasy about the, the kind of non-huge <laughs> appearance of the tick himself. Yeah. However, we will get to see more. Uh, uh, Amazon has announced they will be doing a full season of it. That's good. Yeah, I, I had not heard if they actually picked it up or not because Amazon does a lot of pilots that they don't ever make any any more episodes too so i didn't know if that was going to be one of the ones that actually got picked up or not yeah the the tick uh jean-claude van whatever uh and oh, i forget what the other one was uh but the three of the ones they put out they're they're getting full seasons yeah the, all three um the the other the third one was a uh um, a show with kevin bacon and uh, the uh, and John Claude Van Johnson is the other one. Yeah, it's that's right. Kind of, it's kind of he, he he plays himself, but he is also an action hero in it, and it's it's really funny. Yeah, and I also heard that um, you know Star Trek uh, Star Trek uh, Discovery comes out next May, and we found out today that what was the show that was the biggest rival for star trek in the 60s it was lost in space right which is yes. a terrifying thought but yeah yes yeah. they they are there is a reboot of lost in space it's going to be coming on netflix at the same time as star trek discovery so we'll see how that yeah goes. they announced that a couple of years ago i hadn't heard anything since i just so saw it's actually happening it's, yeah. it's actually they they've they're getting a cast and everything it's kind of freaking me out yeah. i didn't think that's this was one of those that I they they've tried several times and I didn't think it, we would actually get to this point. So, yeah, good stuff. One of the girls from um, House of Cards is supposed to play the the lead female role, and I can't remember her. I had the story pulled up a few minutes ago, but it's not up now. So, <laughs> okay. I'll, I'll watch it. I mean, um, Sean, I don't. Do you, do you listen to Ray Guns and Go Go Boots? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, that's uh, Joe and John. That's a, a show that uh, that I do with another guy on our our uh, our, our boss over at Simply Syndicated, uh, where we go back and watch old '60s, '70s, and '80s sci-fi TV and see if it holds up. Mm. We tried to do Lost in Space, and we we were going to watch the entire first season of Lost in Space. And I contacted Rich after a couple of weeks. I'm like, "Have you been watching?" He said, "I got three episodes in, and I can't take this anymore." <laughs> And I, and I got four episodes in, and I couldn't take it anymore. So we just sort of picked four iconic ones, and then and then did those. And, and it was I don't know if y'all have tried to rewatch Lost in Space. I used to get up for school two hours early so that I would be done and ready for school by six a.m. so I could watch Lost in Space. Yeah. Well, it's kind of if you've seen one, you've pretty much seen them all. <laughs> uh, yeah. But it it is not a show that that holds up to being an adult and watching it. That's kind of so like it'll be interesting uh, to see what they do with it. That's kind of like when I was when I was a right. kid on Saturday morning, my favorite show was Land of the Lost. Mm. And then <laughs> and then they showed all of them back to back back when the when the movie came out. It was like Labor Day weekend. They showed all of them, so I sat down and watched about six episodes. <laughs> this show is terrible. <laughs> <laughs> oh. 
How dare you, sir? <laughs> I, I, I will not tolerate such foolishness. It was very nostalgic. <laughs> it brought back a lot of memories, but it's not something I could sit down and watch over and over and over. <laughs> nope. In, in, incorrect. You need to keep trying. Incorrect. <laughs> But, uh, but yeah, we're going to do an episode probably in November because by then everything that is going to come out for the fall will have come out and had at least, you know, three or four episodes by then. So we'll probably do an, an episode where we'll just talk about all the stuff. Cause the only other thing that came on this week that's notable is the, uh, presidential debate. <laughs> and I will note that, uh, for the next 12 hours after the presidential debate, John was on Facebook more than he has in the last six months combined. <laughs> I, I hear myself. I really did. <laughs> I held off for like a few hours. Yeah. <laughs> well, instead of uh, talking about that, that to, to counter program talking about the debate, I'm going to post our Star Trek versus Star Wars uh, panel from Magic City Con. So that's a viable, reasonable debate. That's what I'm talking about. Okay. I like it. Do you want to? Uh, do you? Do you want to? I've got a board kind of made up here, and I've actually done several different things. We can do Star Trek and Star Wars, and if we have time after that, I've got a couple others that we can uh, that we can put together. But um, do you want me to to do it, or do you have something already made up? Oh no, let's just do uh, your thing. Okay. All right. Well, you're you're the one with the notes. Okay. <laughs> well, what I'm going to do is the way this works is we have two teams. We have the Star Wars team and the Star Trek team, but I've got it divided up into Star Wars heroes, Star Wars villains, Star Trek heroes, Star Trek villains. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to assign each one of those teams to one of us, and then when it's your turn, I'm going to give you two characters from your respective uh franchise and those two characters will be pitted together in a battle a, a battle of wits an actual fight however you want to imagine it in your mind and we'll all discuss it but ultimately between those two people it will be up to the person whose team that is who wins that fight okay so what uh. so what i'm going to do is i'm going to assign john you're going to have star wars heroes and i'm going to write this down i'm going to write this on the board John has Star Wars heroes. Uh, Rick, you're going to have Star Trek heroes. Um, okay. I'm going to take Star Wars villains. And Joe, I'm going to give you Star Trek villains. Okay. So we're just uh, we're going to take turns, and I'm going to give you two characters from your franchise, and then we'll talk about that fight, and then you can decide which one you want to to win that fight. So, John, your first two characters in Star Wars Heroes to fight each other are going to be Yoda and R2-D2. <laughs> so. Seems like a foregone conclusion. <laughs> well, we'll discuss it. Who do, you, uh, who, who do you think would win in a fight between Yoda and R2-D2? Uh, I'm going to say Yoda. Yeah. I say, <laughs> I, I say he just takes his lightsaber and slices him in half. <laughs> yeah, there's 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 literally like six different ways. Yeah. Yeah. Can you th- As he has proven, he can lift him and, you know, toss him around swamps. Well, can you think of with, Can you think of any way that that R2D2 could win that fight? 
Um, I suppose he could approach Yoda, who obviously sees him as a friend. He has no mind to read, so he cannot necessarily predict his action. Um, and and if he just came out with you know a little you know poison dart, mm-hmm. Yoda may not dodge it. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> that's, that's, the, that's the best I got. Rick, what do you think? What do you think about that one? Or I suppose he could like interact with the space station and just like self destruct. If you, if you you know if you wanted to go like full scale, yeah, at all costs. What what do I think about about Yoda and uh, and and R two D two? Yeah, R two. Yeah. Oh, Yoda would just slice R two in half yeah. in two <laughs> seconds. <laughs> Joe, you 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 agree with that? I feel like uh, Yoda believes that uh, anger leads to the dark side, so he would not um, he w- he he wouldn't feel it 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 viable to destroy <laughs> this precious R two life form, and uh, R two does not feel that way. So R two would be is a is a merciless robot. So uh, I'm I'm going with R two. Okay, <laughs> you want to be the voice of the traction. <laughs> okay, so John, ultimately, it's your choice. Yeah, no, it's it's Yoda wins. Okay, all right. Okay, <laughs> as compelling as that argument was, <laughs> I'm gonna go with Yoda. All right, Joe, I'm gonna move to you next. We're gonna go to Star Trek villains, and your first battle is going to be between Q and Trelane. Oh. <laughs> oh my gosh. And of course Trelane is uh a Q like creature from the original series. Yeah. From and I off the top of my head I can't remember the name of that episode. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I am gonna go with uh Q in this case, uh because I, I feel like Trelane may have been misunderstood, mm-hmm. but everybody understands Q. Yeah. Q's motivation is he's a big jerk and he doesn't <laughs> care. So there, there's no, I mean, Q can, of course, be outsmarted, but Trelane is not, he, he's, he's no Picard. Uh, so I'm saying that uh, I'm going with Q. I think he he is uh, underhanded, and he uh, would uh, cheat if he needed to, win if you can, lose if you must, but always cheat. I think that <laughs> that would be his motto. So I'm saying Q. Okay, John, what do you think about that? I'm trying to remember. I, I uh, you know I've said before that I'm not uh, as uh, well versed in in Star Trek as uh, as you guys are so you have to remind me who is Trelane Trelane is I wish I could remember the name of the episode I'll I'll look it up as I'm talking but um there was an episode of the original series where they came across a character that was a lot like what Q is now he he was kind of godlike but he was also very childlike so he was almost like an adolescent version of Q so he would have Temper tantrums and things like that. Was it? Yeah. Was this the kid? He was like a teenager. No, it was a grown man that was playing him. Uh, Trelane. 
I typed Trelane to Google, and like one of the first things that came up is Trelane versus Q. <laughs> well, P- <laughs> Peter David, <laughs> Peter David actually wrote a novel uh, called Q Squared that was kind of tying the two together and saying that uh, Trelane was a Q and he was a uh, he was like a child a child Q. But all right, Wikipedia, Ooh, Wikipedia, mind blown. Wikipedia says uh, Trelane was a near omnipotent being who toyed with the crew of the Enterprise. He proved to be an immature representative of his dis- discorporate species and oh, very much right. a spoiled brat. Uh, right. That was in the episode. I was the, just having fun. That guy, right? Yeah. The, the, I was just goofing around. The Squire, okay. the squire of uh, Gothos was the name of the episode. So. Um, I think I'm going to go with Q because uh, while Trelane may have uh, equivalent power, uh, you know, he's, he's demonstrated himself, um, a as immature. So presumably, you know, Q is older and knows how to use his power more effectively. Um, and B the fact that he actually yielded when, you know, the grownups came and got him, he's like, okay, sorry. You know, he, you know <laughs> yeah. the, the, the fact that he, would cede superiority to someone else uh, means that Q would win because, you know, Q is almost incapable of acknowledging anyone being better at him at anything. So he would just assume the authoritarian role, and I think the kid would fall in line. All right. Rick, what do you think, Q versus Trelane? Oh, Q would stomp Trelane in a heartbeat (laughs) and wouldn't Mm. feel bad about it. He'd make it last a long time, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, at least a couple of millennia. Uh, he would make sure that Trelane knew how badly he'd been beaten every millisecond of the time it lasted. Uh, he might even let him go, wipe his memory so that he thinks he's a per- uh, just a regular person. Uh, and then at the la- you know, maybe let him live an entire lifetime and then Ooh. on his deathbed come in and go, oh, by the way, you're immortal. Remember who you are? <laughs> I'm going to do this to you again. Uh, by the way, <laughs> suck it. Love to you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, Rick's put a lot of thought into this battle. <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> Okay. All right. Well, Joe, I think everybody uh, agrees that Q would would win that battle. So I'm going to put that down. Rick, uh, Star Trek Heroes, your first team up is Captain Kirk versus Captain Benjamin Sisko. Mm. Ooh. Ooh. That's a good one. And and not just being theatrical. (laughs) Dramatic pause. Yeah. I don't know. They they could certainly out ham each other. Oh, that's yeah. for darn sure. Um, that would be an interesting battle right there. Wow, Kirk versus Cisco. That would be bloody. Um, oh man, that would be interesting. Kirk would of course get his shirt torn off. Oh yeah, uh, <laughs> of course. Cisco would bleed a lot and and not really say much. I, you know what I think would happen is it would be a fairly even match, and then you would get to a point where Kirk would get the upper hand, and he would just be pounding the living snot out of Cisco, and Cisco won't be saying Jack. It'd be a lot like the uh, the the Abrams versus Kirk hitting Khan, except 
Cisco would be bleeding and and then there would just be one shot that I don't know maybe he hits him in the stomach or or he he says you know this is for somebody or you know Kirk hmm. would do something and Cisco would snap and just with like one good punch just put Kirk on his ass <laughs> so as much as I you know Captain Kirk is my man I think Cisco would win all right and uh I saw an episode like I said I've been doing a, a rewatch of Deep Space 9 there's a six-season episode that I can't think of the name of off the top of my head, but it's the one where Cisco is doing his log entry, and he's addressing the camera basically the entire time, and he's talking about... It's called In the Pale Moonlight. Yeah, that's it. And <laughs> Cisco will do anything to win. Now, whereas I want to say Captain Kirk always wins, Cisco will do anything <laughs> to win. Mm -hmm. And that episode proved, you know, he'll do whatever it takes uh, one of my favorite. Yeah, that is that is one of the best Cisco episodes ever. Yeah, and that's the one where you. I don't know if you guys have ever seen that uh, YouTube no spoilers. video. Spoilers, no spoilers. No, the YouTube video um, um, where the they they show the Romulan. He's going. It's a uh -oh. it's a fake, and then they show uh, they show Cisco from um, the, the the Far Beyond the Stars, and he's going. It's real. And they just keep going back and forth. It's a fake. <laughs> it's real. <laughs> And it goes on, and it's like one of those videos where it goes on so long that it's not funny anymore, and then it gets funny again because it lasts for like five minutes. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, my first team up is going to be in Star Wars Villains, Darth Vader versus Jabba the Hutt. No. Uh, I, I, it's not really a fight. I think Darth Vader would win, hands down. What do you guys think? I think yeah. Jabba would put up Jabba himself wouldn't put up a good fight, but all of the all the toadies and mercenaries around him would. <laughs> yeah. So what you'd end up be is a bisected worm surrounded by a bunch of smoldering bodies. <laughs> yeah, because Va Vader could just kind of wave his arm and they'd all just kind of fly away. <laughs> I don't even think it would get that far. Yeah. Like uh, the only real competition would be uh, Boba Fett. If he happened to be, <laughs> if he happened to be there, yeah, and he would only be competition for you know a couple of seconds, and then everyone else would just run away. Yeah, it's not like they're loyal to Jabba. They, you know, they just scatter like the roaches. Literally, that some of them are. Yeah. Well, Salacious Crumb would survive, <laughs> of course. Of course, he he would he would somehow manage to hide hide somewhere, or he would hide in a fold of Jabba's corpse. <laughs> <laughs> Going, yee <laughs> Oh, yeah. All right. Well, I'm, yeah, I think Vader would. <laughs> once they showed that Vader in, in, in episode four, once they showed that Vader could force choke people, <laughs> I think he would win most battles that way because I think he would just force choke Jabba as he was walking towards him and J Jabba he would. Doesn't even <laughs> doesn't even need the chain like Princess Leia. Did. Right, exactly. He could <laughs> tighten the chain with it with the force. <laughs> Uh, well, we could take it a uh, give give uh, Jabba a little bit of a chance because we know that Jedi mind tricks don't work on him. Yeah, so true. maybe he could be immune to the Force. Yeah. So we could give him a little bit that Vader actually has to get his hands dirty. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody ever actually used the Force on him, so I guess yeah, that's true. He could be immune to it. As far as not in the movies, I don't know about maybe extended universe or anything like that. But 
Okay. Well, I'm putting I'm putting Vader down. <laughs> I think. Yeah. Good. Think good, good call. Good All call. right. So, John, your next team up is Han Solo versus Chewbacca. Oh no! What? That's not nice. <laughs> well, we have to get a winner out of the hero so that we can put him up against the hero of the of the uh, heroes in the yeah. Star Trek. So. Oh, <laughs> harsh. Yeah, necessarily. Um, no, th- these don't have to be fights to the death. Now, nobody has to kill anybody if they don't want to. But you just to get the upper hand and become the champion. Well, um, I, would, I would say Chewbacca's got the reach. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and the strength and the bigger gun. Uh, Han Solo is probably faster and uh, craftier. But not much. I don't know. We don't really, you know, it's hard to know because we can't understand what Chewbacca's saying. So we don't know how witty he actually is. We think he is. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think speed and, and, you know, it's. I'm one of those guys, like, if I'm, if I'm in a, like, you know, Mortal Kombat or, you know, Marvel Heroes, any kind of battle type game, I'm generally going to go for the faster, wilier character as opposed to the tank because uh, I, I just, I, it's more my nature, I guess, to kind of get in, get out quickly, like a bunch of little hits, just wear them down. Mm-hmm. And I think that's probably what Han Solo would do. Like, uh, all he has to do basically is not get grabbed or shot. And, you know, he, like, he's, I, I, I imagine he's probably way faster. So, you know, get a lick in, set up a trap, you know, climb up the hill, drop a tree on him. You know, I, I can imagine all <laughs> sorts of stuff. Uh, that, and Chewbacca's, you know, frustrated and howling, but he just can't get him. Yeah. Um, and eventually he just tire him out. So I, I assume, <laughs> assuming he can stay out of his reach, uh, <laughs> then I'm, I'm going to give it to Han. Alrighty. You guys have anything you want to add? That's tough. I I, I can't I think... make that call. I, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> I I think that what we saw in the Force Awakens because there there have y'all seen the web com- There was a, a web comic that went around after the Force Awakens com- came out. Well, first of all, have y'all seen all of you seen the Force Awakens? Oh yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, this. This is going to be a little bit of a spoiler, folks. So if you haven't seen The Force Awakens yet, the hell's wrong with you? <laughs> it's been 11 months. Uh, I don't think you have to worry about it with the audience of this show. I think. Yeah. Because we all wonder why Chewie didn't kill Kylo Ren after Kylo <clears throat> shot Han or stabbed Han, right? And there's this comic going around that will absolutely tear your heart out if you've seen it, where it shows Chewie playing with little Ben Solo. And as he's growing up and, and, you know, bouncing on his knee and, and stuff like that. And then it, and then the, the, the last two panels are Chewie or last three is Chewie drawing a bead on Kylo's head. And then, it, and then it cuts to him, you know, showing this like, you know, t- almost tearful countenance. And then it shows him tracking down and shooting him in the side instead. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think, think I think that, I think Chewie would be so reluctant to hurt Han that, Han would win. Yeah. How about that? 
I'm tearing up. Why are we doing this? Right. Well, I'm putting I'm putting uh, I'm putting Han down in the uh, in the space. All right, so uh, go going down to uh, Star Trek villains. Joe, your next team up is Spock from the Mirror Universe Ooh. versus V'ger. i love it i love it i feel like um spock from the mirror universe is uh he's he's just evil he's he's got the and and v'ger v'ger doesn't really know v'ger doesn't uh, know know what the heck's going on i mean he's got the guy from tales from the gold monkey helping him out now but You've got to uh, let that let that marinate for a second, but um, <laughs> but the the no Spock from the Mirror Universe has got it all over him. He's got the uh, got the, the 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 presence, the personality. He's got uh, yeah, I and he's got the 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 entire Federation. Uh, uh, it's not not called the Federation in the Mirror Universe. Uh, it's uh. But no, no, he's he's it, it's uh, he he would um, somehow dissect V'ger and <laughs> and 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 keep keep him for experimentation. John, Ricky, wow. have anything to add to that? Uh, nope. That's right. <laughs> if 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 v, well, if V'ger was smart, and I agree with Joe, V'ger is vastly intelligent, but it's not smart, uh, and didn't allow. Spock to communicate with it, then V'ger has it hands down. But Mirror Spock would totally talk V'ger into blowing itself up. Uh, that, exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Mirror Spock takes that heat. Next round goes to Star Trek Heroes. Uh, Rick, you've got War. Yeah. You've got Worf versus Data. Oh, Data Ooh. would kick Worf's ass so hard. <laughs> because everybody kicks Worf's ass. That is really very true. Well, I know he would tell... He, <laughs> I know that whatever... Any any idea that Worf had, Data would just say no. Because... <laughs> I don't know if you guys have seen that YouTube video. It's just a compilation of people telling Worf no when he has yeah. an idea. And it carries over to Deep Space Nine. Because I've been watching that. And every time Worf has an idea, they tell him no. <laughs> so... The, the thing is, there's a – and I can't – I wish I could remember what episode it was. But um, there's an episode where Data is on a Klingon ship uh, or in a Klingon bar. Or there's Klingons on the Enterprise. And Anyway, they're all like – this one Klingon is like, Android, fight me. And Data is like, it would not be fair. And and he's like, all right, well, wrestle with me. And Data just beats him in a heartbeat. And the, and the, the Klingon just gets – so furious and he tries to headbutt data and knocks himself out i mean <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, the the only chance Worf would have and i don't have any canonical proof that Worf even knows that data has an on switch let alone where it is right right uh would be if if Worf could get around and hit his off switch um but i think that you know data could just pretty much stand there and let Worf wail on him and then just kind of flick him in the forehead and knock him out <laughs> <laughs> this is true all right. Well, I'm gonna put Worf really, and also kind of, kind of like Chewie. No, no, go ahead. I'm, I was just saying, no. Worf would have would have some compunctions about fighting Data, whereas Data, you know, Data's Data. If I have to yeah. take Worf down, he, he might not kill him, 
but he'd certainly no. incapacitate him. Yeah. Well, it depends on how mad he gets him. Because Worf can get mad enough to where he just sees blood and, and goes crazy. You know, that that's happened a couple of times in the in the show. He his his Klingon instincts take over his good sense. <laughs> So. Basically, Worf is and has always been treated as he's like the pro wrestler who has a great costume, great theme music. <laughs> You're excited to see him, and he loses every match. Yeah. <laughs> like, hot dang, there, there's that guy. And then, <laughs> so that, that, that's Worf. All right. My, my next heat in uh, the... Star Wars villains, and this is going to have to take some discussion from you guys because I'm not sure who I would say would win between uh, Boba Fett and General Grievous. I'm thinking off Ooh. the top of my head, I'm thinking General Grievous just because we never really saw Boba Fett do much <laughs> in the in, in the original uh, films. You know, other he 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 got off a couple of shots and then he was eaten by the Sand monster. That's right. You know. <laughs> you know what? I'm gonna give it to. Wait, do I get to go? Yeah, 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 yeah. Go ahead. Uh, I would, I would give it to Boba Fett. Okay. Um, presuming he is at least as skilled as his father. Yeah, that's true. Uh... <laughs> I think. Why wouldn't we? Why wouldn't we? Um. The the way that we've seen uh, Jango Fett fight um, Obi Wan, and you know, kind of beat him. Like Obi Wan survived, but he but he lost the fight. Yeah. Uh, and we've seen Obi Wan kill General Grievous. So transit of property. Ah. Mm-hmm. But and beyond that, the way that he killed him was ultimately he had to shoot him. Which is all Jango Fett does. Right. <laughs> and that's his thing. He's got like rockets coming out everywhere. So like he would have he would have at some point hit some sensitive actual organic material. <laughs> um, and really and, and really and, and done him in. Grievous is already wounded. From the start. He he's got he's already right. his, uh, he's got, so so Fett would pounce on that. That's the transit of property, right? It's the transit of commutative. I can never get those. Anyway, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Don't ask me math questions. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll That's say I don't different like podcast. Boba Fett. <gasps> I have always thought Boba Fett was incredibly overrated. I've never understood his popularity. Preach uh, it. Like you said. <laughs> like, like, like you said, all we see him do is shoot and miss a lot uh, and then get eaten by the, by the Sarlacc. However, right. in this instance, I got to give it to Boba Fett because – the one thing he's got is pinpoint marksmanship, and that's how Obi-Wan took out Grievous. Sorry to spoil a lousy movie, folks. <laughs> <laughs> spoil one of the good scenes. Uh, I think, think Fett would take Grievous out. <laughs> right. I think Fett would take Grievous out from, you know, half a mile away, and Grievous would never see it coming. All right. Well, I think I'm going to uh, agree with you guys. I was thinking General Grievous, but I think you're right. I think that it, it, if Boba Fett is if Boba Fett is at least as as good a shot as his dad, then uh, then he would uh, then he would probably win that fight. So let me move over to or move back up to Star Wars heroes. Go back to John. 
All right, the, your third heat. There's four heats in each team, and then you and then you have the heat to decide the champion of of each team. So, um, John, the next one is Luke Skywalker versus Mace Windu. <laughs> oh. Don't wow. envy you, John. <laughs> and his purple lightsaber. Uh, see, I'm at... Oh, man. I feel I'm at a disadvantage because I don't know a lot of the extended universe. Uh, but I guess going just from the films. Yeah, I'd say just stick to the films. Yeah, and, please, please. And um, <laughs> not including The Force Awakens because who knows what he can do these days. Yeah. Aside from glare. Um <laughs> Well, maybe <laughs> like kind of not in it. <laughs> like an Olympic glarer. Um, that is tough. I okay. I I am inclined to give it to Mace Windu, and that's you know really based on reputation as much as anything else. Yeah, because we only really saw uh, him fight once, and he lost. Well, yeah, a couple times. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, if, because I'm, I'm inclined to think that Mace Windows is probably like on Vader level and Luke only sort of beat Vader, you know, when he tapped into the dark side. Um, and Mace Windu is a bad MFer. You're right. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. And I think the legend has it that. Uh, his and you guys, again, you guys can tell me if I'm wrong on this, but according to the lore, I mean, according to the facts, he wanted a purple lightsaber so you know they could pick him out of the crowd. But uh, according to the lore, his lightsaber is purple because while he doesn't succumb to the dark side, he can, um, I guess, tap into it somewhat, and that makes him a more powerful fighter. And so it's so it's not blue, it's not red, it's purple. Yeah, I uh, I think that I per- hadn't heard that. That's interesting. Personally, I would give it to Mace Windu just because. And if we're just going by the original trilogy, because even 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 though Luke is the main character of those films, by the time we get to Return of the Jedi, he's still very inexperienced. Com- uh, yeah, right. compared he's to largely- someone, yeah, compared to someone who's been a Jedi <laughs> for as long as Mace Windu has been. You know, yeah, we we I don't think we see him use the force at all. I mean, I think I, I was in the in the cartoon I remember, but if we're not counting that, um, you know, we don't we don't know what his mastery of the force is. We just know that he's supposed to be like the most powerful warrior. Yeah, I think that. Yeah, I think Mace is already at his prime, and we never see Luke in his. So I think, right. uh, yeah. Okay. So you want to give it to Mace Windu? Yep. I mean, in, I'm inclined to give it to Mace Windu. Okay. Yeah. All right. Let's move down to Star Trek villains for the third heat. And, uh, Joe, your next team up is the Borg queen versus general Chang. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 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 uh. <clears throat> I think the Borg Queen would uh, seduce General Chang. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, she's super intelligent. General Chang is prone to anger and uh, quoting. 
of Shakespeare. Um, <laughs> so I feel like uh, Chang would be easily outsmarted, and um, the Borg Queen, uh, by definition, is super smart and calculating, and so I'm going Borg Queen. Yeah, and I would also say, I mean, even though it's these two against each other, I would say the Borg Queen also has all those drones behind her that she can that she can use if she needs to. And Chang just has a bunch of idiots on the ship with him. <laughs> right. <laughs> and we also figure Chang's got that eye patch bolted to his face, and <laughs> the Borg Queen has a lot of stuff bolted to her. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. She's like, oh, do you really just one bolt? Come on. <laughs> All right, I'm putting down board queen. Rick, uh, Star Trek heroes, your next uh, your next battle is between Jadzia Dax and Seven of Nine. Oh, good one. Meow. Um, <laughs> I would pay good money. <laughs> A lot of people would. <laughs> Um, huh. Uh, if it was a game of Dabo or, uh, any, any sort of, uh, anything like that, I would definitely go with Jadzia, but, uh, I, I think seven of nine, we, we've seen her, uh, just, I mean, she beat the rock. <laughs> Uh, yeah, transitive, <laughs> transitive property. You gotta, yeah. Um, I I don't think it would go to the death. I think that Jedzi is smart enough to know when to go. All right, you win. Give me my shirt back. Um, <laughs> although, well, actually, I don't think Jedzi would mind that. <laughs> I think. Yeah, it depends on who it is. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> killing me, Ricky. Killing me. <laughs> <laughs> Not, I'm just, I'm just wondering if Jed Z. Uh, yeah, I know what you want. It's a, a whole new area of exploration. For, We're uh, not writing slash years. fiction here. So. Uh, I'm, 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 I'm sure. Cosmic potato print presents. Cosmic potato after dark. Cosmic potato presents fan fiction theater. Let's just say it's a good thing this is not the Simply Syndicated Network because we we don't we don't behave ourselves over there. Uh, I'm I'm going to give it to Seven of Nine, uh, but it's not going to be a death match. Uh, Jedzi is going to know when to say Uncle and. Uh, Seven of Nine will then have to stop and ask her what she means by uncle, and then they'll start talking, and by the end of the night they'll have gone through like four cases of Kanar, and Jedzia will have taught Seven of Nine how to play Dabo, and uh, and maybe a little Domjot at the same time, and it'll be a party. So, actually, I'm going to call it a draw. <laughs> Whoa! I like that. That sounds correct. <laughs> All right. Well, well, that well that means a buy through the next round for whoever. I think you know what. If you got a draw, I have a D twelve, <laughs> and I will roll. I will roll the. I will roll the D twelve. If it is if it is one through six, if it is one through six, it'll be Dax, and if it is uh, uh, seven se- nine seven through twelve, it'll be seven of nine. All right. So here we go. It is a two. Is so that it, an ugly D twelve. Yeah, <laughs> it's actually the one that Joe gave me at the convention. <laughs> so that is a uh, that is a two. So we're gonna go with Dax. <laughs> All right. Okay. 
Okay. Uh, the next, the next round is mine. Star Wars heroes. Darth Maul versus Grand Moff Tarkin. <laughs> uh, Darth Maul. <laughs> Would heroes or villains? Vi- villains. I'm sorry. Yeah, villains. Darth Maul versus Grand Moff Tarkin. So, uh, yeah, Darth Maul would I think? How are you matching these up? Is this like random? Yeah, I just I took I, I took I took a list of random uh, hero names and and just put them together. So that okay. was uh, Darth Maul versus Grand Moff Tarkin. <laughs> I don't think there's any doubt that Maul would Maul Tarkin. <laughs> you know, but but you know what? Maul would kill Tarkin. But before he did, Tarkin would make Maul feel so bad about himself, he'd be in tears walking away from the smoking body. <laughs> That's true. Maul, the weeping Darth Maul with the one tear. <laughs> <laughs> going, going down his red and black cheek. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's, uh, John, your next uh, matchup. This is actually the last matchup before you, we start trying to decide the, the champion of the team. Uh Leia versus Ray. And when I say Leia, I think I would say Leia from the original trilogy, not old lady Leia from The Force Awakens. Leia Prime. Yeah. <laughs> huh. Uh Wow. That's kind of battle I'd pay money to watch half. <laughs> wow. Okay. Well, all right, we know Ray is uh, a skilled hand-to-hand fighter. Um, so is Leia, we think, pretty much. Um, we know that Ray is powerful yet untrained in the ways of the Force. We don't really know Leia's capacity at well prime level. I guess we do. Um, I think I would go with Ray. Mm. I think Leia is more of a tactician and a strategist. Um, and I think Ray is more about just whooping ass. Yeah, survival. Yeah. Yeah, I think she's a little more hardcore physically. And, you know, I, I think, yeah, I think I would give it, and, and, you know, she's a pilot, she did, yeah, I think, I think she's more likely, I think she's more adaptable, I think she's more resourceful. Um, so for that reason, um, I would, I would give it to her. Okay. You guys have anything that that's, I'm not, I'm not sure, but I think I'm, gonna, I'm leaning that way. I concur. All right. Well, I'll put that down. Ray. All right, Joe. Uh, Star Trek villains. Khan versus Lore. Khan, 100%. Always Khan. <laughs> <laughs> he would leave him buried alive. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. You know, Khan... He would Con, no, he'd have his head no. on the shelf like The Walking Dead. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> Just taunting him. Right. <laughs> okay. You guys agree? Do you guys agree with that? Who's gonna argue I with mean, Con? Yeah. I mean, it's... Laura, Laura's a punk. Yeah. This Laura is true. Stinks. This is true. 
And the more the more times they brought him back into the show, the worse it got. <laughs> yeah. So okay, Rick. Uh, Star Trek heroes. Spock versus Odo. Ooh, ooh, that's a good one. Wow, yeah, because we've got no ethics going on on either side of that. Yeah, wow, that would be. <laughs> Spock's got a lot of huh. in- intellect. Odo has a lot of skills because he can be anything. He he's or anyone. He can. Hi- well, let let can I can I ask for a clarification? Okay, is this pre-death or post-death Spock? Oh, I'd say original series. Yeah, original series. Okay. Um, hmm. Odo could change into anything, mm-hmm. but we we really don't know what Odo's vulnerabilities are aside from being kept out of his bucket. <laughs> if um, Spock yeah. could hide the bucket, <laughs> <laughs> keep him busy for more than sixteen hours, and 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 he just starts falling apart. Yeah. <laughs> But if I'm it, sure Spock couldn't nerve pinch him. Unless Odo can keep him busy for seven years when Pon Far sets in. <laughs> <laughs> and then turn into a to prank. Um, whoa, that just went weird, too. Oh, <laughs> what is happening? I'm just slash fictioning all over the place tonight. Uh, <laughs> so to speak. <laughs> wow. Um... <laughs> You know, I'm a TOS man all the way, but I I think just from a, a superior ability to, you know, Odo can turn into a freaking puddle yeah. and just wrap around Spock. Uh, whereas, and and you know, Odo isn't particularly prone to being persuaded uh, when he doesn't want to do something like let somebody else win. Um, right. But then again. Odo's not all that much of a hand-to-hand kind of fighter. He's just more of a hand-on-the-shoulder, caught-you sort of thing with Quark. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. I've, I, this is tough. Um, I, I need help, guys. What do y'all think? It's Odo 100%. I'm thinking... It's 102,050% Odo. <laughs> I'm thinking <laughs> that it, in, a, in a fight, I would say Odo. Now, if they were playing three-dimensional chess, Spock would probably win. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes. You know. And here's, there's, uh, he can't do anything to Odo. He can't, he, if Odo wants to not be punched, he won't be punched. Right. You know, you can't neck pinch if I decide not to have a neck. Yeah. (laughs) There's no, and, and, and his 16 hour vulnerability, it's not even really a vulnerability. He just returns to his goop form. Yeah. He can only hold him, his humanoid form for 16 hours, but it's not like, you know, if he just submits to that, then you know it doesn't hurt him. Yeah. He's just a puddle. And we're just and and Spock has a sponge. Yeah, <laughs> we're right. and we're assuming hand to hand combat because or I, is it a sponge? Yeah, <laughs> ah. yeah I, I got to go with Odo. Uh, okay. I, I would love to try to come up with some way that Spock would divine how to beat Odo. Yeah, but... I think I think if if it's like a cat and mouse game, like you know, through the bowels of the ship or whatever, then, yeah, he might get him. But if it's just like a fight, then no. Yeah, the, I mean, yeah. the only thing that's that I could it. think of that he could do would be to trick him into going into a a cargo bay or something and flooding it with some sort of radiation. Or, yeah. or if he had a phaser, you know, he could hit him with a phaser. That'd probably stun him 
or something. Nope. You don't think so? Nope. I don't know. No, I just I make know. a hole where the phaser goes. It's no. Well, yeah, yeah if he's if he saw it coming, <laughs> but if he shot him in the back, you know, he would, you know. Okay. I suppose. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I think <clears throat> we have to logic. If I might invoke logic, invoke <laughs> logic. Logic would have to be so twisted to let Spock win that I've, I've got to give it to Odo. All right, all right. And the last one on my side is Emperor Palpatine versus General Thrawn. And ah, uh-huh. uh, interesting. And Gen- one canon, one not yet. Yeah, not yet. Yeah, he will be. <laughs> he will, will be after this season of uh, Rebels, but mm-hmm. um. You know, I'm going to give it to Palpatine just because that that lightning he throws out of his hands is pretty lethal, <laughs> you know? Yeah. <clears throat> so uh, I think if he hit him with that a couple of times, it'd probably, it'd probably take him down, at least weaken him enough. What do you guys think? As far as we know, Thrawn's not a Force user, so that's uh, and Palpatine is the the top of the dark side. So yeah, he's yeah he's the guy. He's he's the, he's the champ. All right, all right, John. We are going back to Star Wars heroes. Now you have to decide between Yoda and Han. <laughs> Yoda. Yoda. No, Yoda's yeah. gonna skate for a while. I think. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. Yoda. We've seen Yoda fight, and I don't think that Han can can keep up with that. Yeah, no. I don't think Han could be Luke. Like, it's, no. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. All right. You know what? My wife and I call Yoda after after we saw him in in uh, uh, the the fan, uh, what was the second one? Clone. Clone, the Clone Wars. Wars. Yeah. Clone Wars. Um, we call him the Killer Flea. <laughs> yeah. I just, yeah, I just imagine, like, you know, this is actual arena. I just imagine, like, halves of contestants. <laughs> just, just cut, just, just slice through the middle. Pieces everywhere. Yeah, just pieces of people. Janitor comes up with a big broom, just next. Have you ever seen Monty Python's uh, Life of Brian? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's, it's that. The scene, in, the scene <laughs> yeah. at the beginning of the, of the gladiator scene where they're just hauling bits and pieces of people away. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's going gonna, gonna to go like that for a while, I think. Okay. Uh, Joe all the way down. Joe in Star Trek Villains, um, Q versus Mirror Spock. Hmm. <laughs> I feel like Q can be taken advantage of. Mirror Spock is has got all of the qualities of Spock, and also he's ruthless. Mm-hmm. So I'm saying Mirror Spock would would find a way right. to to mitzelplick Q somehow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, as much as we want to say that Q is all powerful, he he always loses in the end. So. <laughs> He's not all knowing. Yeah, yeah, that's true. All right, so Rick, you're uh, you've got Cisco versus Data. Uh, you know, it's tempting to say that Cisco would find some way to convince Data to lose. But while Cisco does share some of that impromptu Starfleet captain monologue ability, hmm. um, <laughs> I, I still think Data would just stand there and let Cisco break his hands on his face and 
And uh, and then just another, you know, flick to the forehead and, you know, night, night, Ben, we'll see you in a couple hours. Yep. Uh, so I got to go with data on this one. I don't know. I don't know. The only thing, because yeah, unless. Worf would do that because Worf's not necessarily the smartest. Uh, but I don't think Cisco would even, he might swing once and be like, okay, that's not going to work. I don't know. I don't know that he wouldn't. What if Come what if uh, what if Cisco orders him not to win? <laughs> and he's his commanding <laughs> okay, <wait>. officers. <laughs> Here here's something that I, I haven't uh, <laughs> I haven't brought up yet because I didn't think of it until just now. Uh, Data is able to do the Vulcan neck pinch. Yeah. So he might just let let Cisco come at him and just neck pinch him and he would apologize as he was lowering him to the ground. Yeah. I'm sorry, Captain. <laughs> yeah, that's one thing I've I've never understood in Star Trek. Once they show that you can do that, why would you do anything else? <laughs> you know, and, how would that not be part of that's part of like your basic training? Yeah. Right? Why does why can't everyone do that? Well I I think well, in, in, in in canon not everybody can do it because Vulcans actually give off a little bit of electricity from their fingertips when they do that. And it, well, it, yeah, it's part of their 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 telepathy is is involved. Yeah, there there uh, is well, a great I was, I scene pressure point in. Thing. I want to say it's. Oh, it can't be Aaron of Mercy because that's too early. I'm trying to remember. There's one in TOS. There's an episode where Spock nerf pinches somebody, and Kirk says, "I wish you could teach me that." And Spock goes, "I have tried, Captain." <laughs> <laughs> yep. All right, and then my next. Uh, Battle is going to be between Vader and Boba Fett, and I think we've already discussed a little bit. I think <laughs> I think Vader Vader could yeah. take out Boba Fett pretty easy. So I'm I'm just going to go ahead yeah. and put that down. All right, so uh, John, you've got Mace Windu versus Ray. Mace Vin, Mace. I'm sorry, Mace versus who? Ray. Huh. I think. Mace Windu, because again, she's unskilled and he's yeah. super skilled. Yeah, he's got a lot more experience. So that being yeah. said, year two to go on to the next round would be between Yoda and Mace Windu. So which one of those do you think? Mm. Surely we're not the first. All right, um, Yoda versus Mace Windu. I. Now, Yo- I now Yoda, Yoda is Mace Windu's master, right? So he, o- yeah. he obviously knows more. Yeah, but we know that you know <laughs> students take out masters all the time. Yeah. That's, like, <laughs> that's like one of the rules, I think. Um, I my think students I- kick my ass all the time. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a rite of passage in Star Wars. You got to take out your master. Um, I think, or watch him die horribly. Or watch him die. <laughs> or both. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna, I think I'm gonna go Mace Windu. Okay. Because, you know, again, the, the, you know, it's like you got your kids, well, not your kids, but, you know, in the family, like, you're the smart one, you're the pretty one. Uh, Yoda's the, the wise one, and Windu's the powerful one. So, if we're talking about a fight... Um, again, going just you know secondhand from stories of the Jedi, I, th- I think I would give it to Mace Windu. Okay. 
All right. Well, Joe, in uh, Star Trek Villains, you have to choose between the Borg Queen and Khan. Oh. Uh, I. Hmm. I. Ooh, God. Ooh, tough. I mean, Khan, I mean, the Borg Queen's got the offensive capability, yes, but Khan is Khan. (laughs) (laughs) She does have have an army of Borg with her. And Khan has like the dance troupe from Solid Gold. (laughs) Some extras from uh, Fury Road, yeah. Uh, so if we, if, if it's just mono to Borg Queen, if you take away the, the ruffians and the Borg, then if it's just the two of them, oh man, I, it, it hurts me, but I want to say Borg Queen. I, I feel like if, uh, I mean, Khan couldn't outsmart Kirk and, the Borg Queen is it's got the sum total of the Borg knowledge. So yeah, yeah, I gotta go Borg Queen. Okay. And so that I hate it. That being said <laughs> that being said, who would win between the Borg Queen and Mirror Spock? Mirror Spock. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that that helps. So Alrighty. Mirror Spock. Okay. And uh Rick going back to Star Trek Heroes. You have to decide between Dax and Odo. Jazia Dax, not Ezri Dax. And <laughs> and Odo. Yeah, forget Ezri Dax. The real Dax. Yeah. Yeah, you, you've been kinda down the on real Ezri Dax. Lately, I, I did though. I mean I mean she's not bad as a as as a character. It's just yes, she's she such is. a poor replacement yes, for, for Jadzia. It's not her fault. I, I know. It is her fault. She was <laughs> she was thrown into it. She wasn't even trained to be a a, a host and all that kind of stuff. Nope. But I also think that she was shoehorned into the. I can go off on a whole thing because I've read articles about <laughs> about why about why Jazia left and everything. And there's really no reason for Ezri to be there. If they were going to kill off Dax, then just let let. Host and and symbiote go off and and be away and don't bother trying to replace them. You know, they're, 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 it, you only had one season left. <laughs> you know, so. yeah, you I don't couldn't. disagree. But as recently, I personally, I think they should have replaced them no. with. Nicole like, Bohr is adorable. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, I mean, she's not. She wasn't a terrible actress. It's just and and the fact that she came in in the seventh season. And they made so many of the storylines about her, and she was only there for that one season, and yeah. and, and it kind of took away from. We didn't get as much of of, of Odo, uh, we didn't get as much of Quark, and <laughs> exactly, and and we got too much Dax, and we got way too much Vic Fontaine. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, I, I, I should have put disagree with that. I should have put Vic Fontaine on this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. On this board, yeah. no. who would win between no, Worf partly. and Vic Fontaine? No, okay, all right. So Vic versus that would Minuet. be impossible. <laughs> There'd be no way to find out. Yeah, or Vic Fontaine versus the Doctor from Voyager. Yeah, that's, yeah, that would have been a good one too. But 
Okay. Anyway, oh, Dax versus Fontaine Odo. The doctor's going down. <laughs> Dax versus Odo. I, I got to give it to Dax because she knows Odo. Yeah. And she would know. I, I You know, Dax is probably like the Batman of the of DS9. Right, right. She probably has a file of how to take down everybody yeah. on the station. A contingency um, plan. Yeah. yeah, it's probably true. Okay, so that, um, so that being said... Who would win between uh, Jadzia Dax and Data? I knew it was going to come to this. <laughs> <laughs> it, 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 it might. We, we always knew it would come to this. Now, again, I, perf- I as characters go, I've never been a terribly huge fan of Jadzia Dax. Um, <gasps> it's not that I. Well, okay. Here's here's my reasoning with this. Okay. Um, it was very clear from the get-go that the plan for the Dax character was to have this kind of supermodel body with this little old man's mind. Mm-hmm. And I just I just don't think that ever worked. I mean, Terry Farrell is certainly lovely. If she walked up to me and said, hey, let's go on a date, I wouldn't say, get thee away from me. Well, my, <laughs> if my wife was watching, I would. <laughs> but I, I never thought she was, you know, that, that smoking hot that they were going for. Um, the character grew on me, and by the time they killed her, uh, I was I was saddened by it. But I was I was never as enthralled with the Dax character as some others tend to be. But and and I you know I love Data. How do you not love Data? Um, yeah. But I think if anyone could outsmart Data, it would be Jadzia. And I think Data's tactic of just kind of standing there and letting whoever he's fighting wear themselves out trying to defeat him and then, you know, with a single flick, which is what I've had him doing all along, so I'm going to stick with that. Um, <laughs> I think that Jadzia would find a way to either convince Data that beating her was a bad idea uh, or she would have already researched his schematics and if not directly found it, have intuited that there's got to be an off switch somewhere in this vicinity on this Android. Mm-hmm. Um, she would know she would win. She would know a way to beat data. Okay. All right. Well, I'm putting down Dax and all right. So in star Wars villains, for the same reasons that Palpatine beat Thrawn, Palpatine would also beat Darth Maul for those same, you know, same fight. And obviously, uh, Palpatine would also beat Vader because Palpatine fought Vader and won. He the only reason that uh, Palpatine died was because Luke killed him. No, I got that backwards. What? I got that no. backwards. No. I got that backwards. I'm sorry. I've got so much Star Wars and Star Trek going through my mind right now. All right, so Palpatine Palpatine had taken down Luke and then and then Vader killed him, but it it, it took everything that he had to do it. So I get, I guess Vader, and it was a sneak attack. Yeah, so I guess Vader would win because it actually did happen. So I'm mm-hmm. gonna put that down. So Vader, all right. Mm-hmm. So, uh, <laughs> so going back to between Star Wars heroes and Star Trek heroes, now we have to decide amongst all of us: um, Mace Windu versus Jadzia Dax. <laughs> oh, <laughs> um, uh. 
Mace Windu. See, see, well, you see, this is where we get into the the eternal incompatibility between Star Wars and Star Trek. When people say, you know, like, would, would the Enterprise be able to take out a Star Destroyer yeah. or the Death Star versus, you know, no, no we don't. Have, we're not talking about all that. We're not talking yeah, about yeah armaments and weapons. We're like, she's got well, her phaser and he's got his lightsaber and maybe a blaster. And uh, okay, well, if she's got a phaser and he's got a lightsaber, uh, I think she wins. What? Because yeah, <laughs> you don't think he get he get deflected? Okay. They get shot at all the time. They bounce the things. They bounce the that, okay. That's blasters. They blasters. bounce the things. Bla- okay, here's here's the thing. Phasers have never been used properly on Star Trek. <laughs> <laughs> A blaster shoots a, a discrete packet of energy, comparable to a bullet. Okay, now they should be flying at the speed of light, which means they should be undeflectable. I don't care how good you are with a lightsaber, but we've established that they aren't going the speed of light. They're going very bullet. slowly for a, for a, even for a bullet. They're going slow. <laughs> um, yeah, but a phaser is a beam of of energy that is traveling at the speed of light. So even if he blocks the initial contact of it all she has to do is keep it going and just hose the dude with this with the the phaser <laughs> eventually she's going to get past that lightsaber and take and at the very least stun him this is up for debate right oh yeah 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 <laughs> on this one? yeah we have we have to debate these because they're each other's teams so yeah i don't agree i don't agree because if it is a a continuous beam right mm-hmm. is it not comparable to a bolt of lightning that keeps coming from Palpatine's hands, which he effectively held off. Well, for but uh, and but those were force generated. The force lightning can be deflected using the force. A phaser is essentially a flashlight that will kill you. <laughs> yeah, yeah okay. if we're going to get into the science of the weapons, I mean, the lightsaber when it's turned on, the energy beam should go all the way into space <laughs> instead of just stopping a couple of after a couple of feet. <laughs> And I again, I contend this is why this sort of thing doesn't really work because you're, it's it's like what what hurts more when you throw it at someone, an apple or an orange? <laughs> yeah. All right, so I guess we can we can. All right, let's t- let's take a vote. John says Mace Windu. Rick says I say Mace. Rick says Dax. Joe and and, and let me just make my final plea. Okay, <laughs> that's presuming she can get a shot off. He's got the force. He doesn't have to do anything but you know bounce her against the wall a couple times yeah but he is a jedi and the jedi he is a jedi and he is a jedi master and jedi do not use the force for attack Uh... only for defense or knowledge okay so he knocks the phaser out of her hand with the force he could he could do that yeah he could do that yeah if he could do it before she got a shot off yeah he could knock the phaser out of her hand and then that's all she's got you know and even if she was, even if she did shoot him, like assuming she didn't like shoot to kill, you know, Jedi gets shot all the time too. They lose hands, they lose body parts. Yep. <laughs> I mean, he's lost a hand. Yeah. Out loud. yeah. He's like, he, you know, that doesn't that won't stop him from fighting. Wait, Windu lost a hand? Where is that in the? Episode rest, uh... was just fell on the city. Was that episode uh, two? Yeah, that's right okay. before he went out the window. Yeah. No, that was episode three. Oh, that was episode three. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Everybody loses a hand at least once. <laughs> that's the other that's the other rite of passage. Yeah. 
Joe, what's your, what, what's your vote on that? What's your vote on that uh, team? Your, that matchup? I want to say Dax, but I got to go Mace Window. I'm going to have to say Mace Window too. <laughs> all right. All right. <laughs> so I, I concede your point. <laughs> all right. So so between Star Wars and Star Trek Heroes, it's Mace Window. Now we have to go down to uh, Star Wars, Star Trek villains, and say who would win between Darth Vader and Mirror Spock. <laughs> hmm. I want to say Mirror Spock just needs to trick him into getting to, into the transporter. <laughs> yeah. Well, the, the thing is, the thing is with this this situation here is the same thing. Once you add the Force into it, nobody can nobody from Star Trek can beat anyone from Star Wars. Well, I don't know about that. Okay. I'm inclined. I'm inclined to say Mirror Spock on this one. <laughs> I would also. <laughs> because uh, Darth Vader is largely dependent on his uniform to keep him alive. If he can damage his suit, then, you know, that puts Vader in a bad way. Yep. So how is how is Mirror Spock supposed to damage his suit if... Uh... If he uses the force, to I'm knock not Mirror Spock. I can tell you. <laughs> well, I also that, if I were Mirror Spock, I could figure out a way to damage yeah. the suit. There is an advantage. I'm a science there is an advantage. I'm the smartest in, science officer ever. <laughs> there is an advantage in that Darth Vader is emotional, and Mirror Spock is not. He's yes. logical, you know. Even though he is diabolical compared to Prime Spock. So I think that does give Spock an upper hand if he can just outsmart his way into keeping away from the lightsaber and not getting force choked. <laughs> he would have <laughs> it would have to be a cat and mouse game. He'd have to be in hiding, you know. Yeah. But by the same reasoning that y'all had Mace Windu beat Dax, Vader would just choke the crap out of Mace, out of uh, Mirror Spock before he could open his mouth. Well, like you said, this is an apples and orange thing. Would we think? <laughs> the, well, here's here's the thing. Would the force work on a Vulcan? Yes, it's a physical right. atta- attack. It's in all well, things, man. No, because you said before. <laughs> I can't remember who it was, but we paired two people up. And... It was Jabba. It's a Jabba right. might be Jabba. immune to the force, yeah. right? But if, if Dax is not force. immune to the force, neither is Mirror Spock. Spock is telepathic. Or at least partly. And Vader is more emotional than Mace Windu because he uses the dark side of the force and it's it causes it's it's made out of anger and rage. And Spock could use that to his advantage. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm thinking but would I'm thi- he? I don't know would, I don't know that he would know? be yes. that's the only yeah, thing is Mirror that, Spock would. Yeah. Mirror Spock would. Yeah. Regular Spock, not so much. Maybe not. But Mirror Spock, yes. <laughs> Even even beyond the emotion thing, like my, I'm I'm more thinking. He Spock has to figure out some way to basically short circuit this computer that is you know part of Vader, and that's something we've seen him do a lot. Good Spock, who had a conscience. So I, I'm I'm thinking that evil Spock would have would figure out how to disrupt. His, you know, circuitry or the electricity or something to to 
um, physically, um, if not incapacitate, at least slow him down and get the upper hand. Force or no force. Because in order to use the force, he has to concentrate. He's, you know, he has to breathe to concentrate. Yeah. Well, let's take a vote. I think he would. Let's take a vote. So let's take a vote. So, John, Mirror Spock, or uh, Darth Vader? I vote Mirror Spock. All right. Rick? Darth Vader. Joe? Mirror Spock. <laughs> I didn't say Mirror Spock. This is the episode where Rick rage quits. <laughs> 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 I'm sorry, Rick. <laughs> no, that's all right. All right, but this is all right. This, Another personal. Battle. Okay, so the final the final battle is going to be between the villains and the heroes. So Mace Windu versus Mirror Spock. <laughs> huh. There is no way in hell Mace Windu beats Mirror Spock. <laughs> this is where my love of Star Trek wants to take over. Uh, any kind of uh, thinking uh, about what would actually happen because I want to say Mirror Spock just because I want Star Trek to win. <laughs> so, but all of the reasons that we said Mace Windu would beat Dax because Mace Windu yeah. Mace Windu doesn't use the dark side of the Force. He's not as emotional as Vader would be. Oh, so I don't know that. His lightsaber has BMF engraved on it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Jackson himself said that. <laughs> what you thinking, John? Yeah. I've, 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 I feel like the only reason um, Spock would have beaten Vader was because Vader, Vader is, is a cyborg. And he would have overcome the robotic part of him. Versus Mace Windu, I don't see how he would win. I feel like it's going to be Mace Windu. All right, Joe, what do you think? That this this is tough. I like you. I feel like I want to support my Star Trek guys, but mm, Mace Windu is in his prime. He now, but see, Mace Windu was outsmarted by Palpatine. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. uh, really? Afraid. Yeah. It was another sneak attack thing from someone he trusted. And he doesn't trust Mirror Spock. So, <laughs> why would he? It's the goatee. Yeah. <laughs> when, as soon as he sees the goatee, he's like, all right, I'm out. <laughs> like, clearly, you are evil. Uh, um, I'm, 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 I'm going to have to go with Mace Windu. I think I think it's a tie because we got two saying Mirror Spock and two saying Mace Windu, so I may have to roll the D eight again. I mean the D twelve again. Excellent, right? Excellent. Who, who said Mirror Spock? I'm saying Mirror Spock. You said Mirror Spock. No, I didn't. Oh, I thought you, you didn't did. ask me. Yet. I thought you did. No. Okay. All right. Well, so what you, you... you said it at the very beginning. You said Mirror Spock. <laughs> no, I said if if uh, if Mirror Spock, if, I said that uh, Darth Vader should beat uh, Mirror Spock for the same reason Darth Vader or Mace Windu beat. Jadzia. Okay, so what are you thinking on this one? I, I if if that's the world we're living in, then then Mace Windu <laughs> totally beats uh, Mirror Spock. Okay, I, he wins. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so out of these are the most important discussions we will have. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Joe, might I remind you that in your panel at uh, Magic City Con, we decided that Tribbles beat Ewoks. So <laughs> yes, I, I, we did, and I think that Jar Jar Binks won the entire board. <laughs> if I'm not mistaken, yeah. 
So, but uh, so so Mace Windu won this board. So Mace Windu, out of all the uh, Star Wars and Star Trek heroes and villains that we had on this game, Mace Windu comes out a uh, champion on all of them. I'm so. cool with that. Okay, yeah. we're gonna do, we're gonna do this again because this was this, this was, was fun. fun. I've got I've got some others. This is the, I want to come up I'll with tell the you guys, the, this is the best. This is the most fun thing that that, that <laughs> we have. I've uh, I, I, I I do a thing and and on my on my track at DragonCon um, in the last couple of years I've, I've done after after I did it once I thought I have to do this every year now, but um, this year we did. <laughs> 80s action heroes versus 80s pro wrestlers. <laughs> it, it came down to like Ripley versus Macho Man Randy Savage. <laughs> it was so great. So this the, there is an unlimited possibility. Yeah, I've got for, I've got some others. Kind of I got some others that I came up with. Uh, we, uh, Marvel versus DC, and it's just using the movies and the TV shows, and not the comics. Perfect. And then I've got Perfect. I've got one that's all time travel, like uh, time travel good guys versus time travel bad guys, and then Neat. and then there's one that is head versus Terminator. Yeah, yeah, and Austin <laughs> Powers and the Doctor and stuff like that. So and then oh, so good. And then I've got one that is uh. aliens versus metahumans versus supernatural versus tech. You know, <laughs> see, so those four teams, just awesome. yeah. yeah. So we'll, uh, probably in another month or so after we, uh, do a couple episodes where we actually, uh, talk about some of the, the news and the uh, movies that are coming out. We'll, we'll, uh, we'll come back maybe next month or the month after and do another one of these. This is, Cause this, this was a lot of fun. <laughs> this is what like your, your nerdery and your geeky folk have discussed since the beginning and how we have put it into action <laughs> on this podcast. Yeah. Yeah. It's like I told my wife when I, when I came home from the, uh, from the con after we had done it, it's like, there is nothing more relaxing for a guy like me than to just sit in a room full of people and have a stupid discussion over who would win between Jar Jar Banks and Wesley Crusher. Yep, and have a and have a serious conversation about it using what their skills are, what their weaknesses are, and all that kind of stuff. You know? Which, by the way, by the way, we said Jar Jar <laughs> because Jar Jar just fa- just falls backwards into winning everything. <laughs> yes. So, okay, so that's gonna do it for. Uh, go ahead, John. What were you gonna say? No, I'm gonna do a callback to a previous episode where we talked about our favorite uh, YouTube channels and uh, Death Battle by Screw Attack. This is like all they do, and they take it very seriously. It's hilarious. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. And, Sorry. Go ahead. No, that's uh, that, that's all. Uh, that's it for the show for this week. If you uh, if you want to talk to us about what you heard, or if you have ideas for future shows, you know, make sure you contact us on Facebook or Twitter. You can comment on the website at cosmicpotato.com. dot com. Email us at mail at cosmicpotato.com. dot uh, com. Make sure that wherever you're getting the show, whether it be iTunes or Stitcher or anywhere, that you leave us a rate and a review so that we can help other people find the show and uh joe it was great having you on the show thank you so much this this is the, the awesomest <laughs> I had such a good time and rick as always pleasure uh thank you sir and folks let me just plug something that sean may be a little too modest to plug uh if you haven't listened to the prime direction yet which is sean interviewing people about their 
their Star Trek fandom and how it how it started and stuff like that. It's a great show in general. Uh, don't listen to the first episode because I'm on it and it's not fa- <laughs> it's not good. <laughs> but no, I, just, I listened to it. It was good. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, <laughs> no, it's just, the worst. Don't. <laughs> he just interviewed Vic Mignogna of Star Trek Continues, and you have got to listen to it. It's a fantastic show. Check it out if you haven't yet. It, it, mwah. Squeezita. <laughs> Vic Mignona was a uh, was a great guy to talk to as well, and uh, I really enjoyed talking to him. He was on time. He didn't. Uh, <laughs> he 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 did. He wasn't rushing anything. You know, he wasn't in a hurry to get to 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 get off the call like I was afraid he might be. It was uh, it was really a pleasure talking to him. And if you haven't seen Star Trek Continues, I recommend going and watching it. They've got seven episodes out now. They're all on YouTube and on their website at StarTrekContinues.com. Joe, have you watched Star Trek Continues at all? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. John, have you watched it? I haven't, but I will. Yeah, you need to. Let let me tell you something, folks. Uh, and and I, I this may come from a bit of arrogance, but I, I, I pardon me for that. Uh, I have been a Star Trek fan since I was uh, practically since I was born. Star Trek and I are the same age, um, at least from its conception. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I am really, really, you know, I was dragged kicking and screaming into the into the J.J. Abrams movies because, you know, somebody else playing Kirk and Spock just was not something I was going to tolerate. And I've tried watching fan films before and I just can't put up with it. Star Trek Continues has won me over. This show is amazing. Um, you know, it, 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 it's a fan film, so there are the occasional not so great performance. But the heart of this show is so set in in TOS if you if you are a fan of TOS you owe it to yourself to watch Star Trek Continues yeah they do a really good job of making you forget that you're not watching an actual episode of uh, of the original series I mean exactly so. yeah it's like a tribute band yeah yes <laughs> it, it, very good that, that that's that's what it is John thanks for being here I appreciate it It's my pleasure as always. All right. And uh, be sure to join us next time on Cosmic Potato where you might hear John say. Oh, good news, everybody. I looked it up. I Googled it. And it was the transitive property. So, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Good night, folks.